Welcome to Secure Girl Podcast. I am your host, Kim Velez, a licensed mental health therapist and a conscious life and success coach. And I am absolutely obsessed with helping amazing women like you to never ever have to settle for less than she deserves and to never ever feel unloved or not good enough again. This is literally my mission on the planet Earth. So Secure Girl Podcast is about the real deal of how to become the best version of you. I cover all spiritual and practical techniques to help you overcome your mindset, beliefs, and habits that are stopping you from getting everything you want. On Secure Girl Podcast, we are talking about the real truth, ladies. This is not a place to run and hide. This is a place to really understand and have the hard conversations of what it takes to really manifest and love yourself and get the life that you want. So each week, I deliver love and truth bombs of everything you need to know, including mindset, self-love, and manifestations so that you can blossom into the confident, amazing, successful, loved, empowered, unstoppable, and absolute best secure girl version of you. And I am your host, Kim Velez, and just a disclaimer, I do tend to swear. So if that offends you, then I highly suggest that you click off now. If it doesn't offend you, then great, my loves. Just make sure if you have little ones around that you have some headphones on so that they don't hear it. All right, so in this episode, we are talking today about my three top pet peeves when it comes to dating coaches. And before I jump into that, though, I just want to say thank you all so much who support my channel, listen to my podcast, and just allow me to do what I love in life. So I truly appreciate you all. I am literally on such an energy high right now. I just got done about an hour or so ago doing my live masterclass on how to be energetically attractive in love, and it was so amazing, and I had amazing women on there, and it just feels good. Like, how lucky am I that I get to do what I love? So, all right, enough about that. I just had a gush in that beautiful gratitude feeling. And now we're going to talk about the three pet peeves that dating coaches do that drive me absolutely nuts. And why does it drive me nuts? Well, it drives me nuts because they really aren't helping people. And listen, I know there's probably some amazing dating coaches out there that actually go deep and really help people to transform through the self-love process, but most of them don't because they don't even understand what the self-love is. So why are these my three top pet peeves? Well, a couple of things is this, is that you know, we all want to meet that special person, right? We all want to have a relationship that's loving and fulfilling and long lasting. And that's, that's such a beautiful desire to have. And anyone can certainly have it. But I think what I struggle with, with some, some of these dating coaches, if not a lot of them is they just stay so superficial and they, you will get some results sometimes temporarily, but they're really not that sustainable. Now, again, I'm not speaking about every dating coach under the sun. I mean, there's probably a million of them out there, like there are life coaches, but most of them, the majority, the mainstream ones, 
they really tend again to help people in the least effective way so let's talk a little bit more about that so let me start off with my first pet peeve that drives me absolutely nuts that dating coaches love to do and is they teach you superficial tactics to keep this person in your life or keep them interested in you or have them come back in your life and they're superficial strategies because they're not addressing the root of the problem so what are some of these superficial strategies well one of the most common ones is like oh if you break up or they don't want you anymore do the no contact rule do it for 30 days or 45 days some will even say 60. it doesn't work it works in the sense that the person probably will contact you but then you rinse and repeat usually in the same cycle and then nothing really advances or changes in the relationship the other thing that they t tend to teach that's pretty superficial is you know they they touch on well you need to value yourself and and you know set boundaries with them and express how you feel and you know things like that and those are important but they're still not the root of the issue and the reason why they're not is because if you you're trying to control someone outside of you you're trying to say i need you to do x y and z so that i feel loved valued or wanted enough in the connection i need you to make me a priority i need you to want to be my boyfriend or my girlfriend be in a serious relationship with me spend more time with me etc now i am not here to say you should not have your own voice and you know uh seek in a connection something that's fulfilling and uh, mutually beneficial for you i actually want you to do that but the way dating coaches teach it is again it's not addressing the root of the problem because you can set boundaries all day but here's the thing if you are energetically not in alignment with what you want you will not get what you want so I don't care how many conversations you have with someone, how many times you tell them how you feel about certain things or what you expect in a connection. If you don't change your energy, if you don't go within and focus on your story, you're part of this creation, nothing's going to change. And you can even manifest and bring in someone totally new in your life and you will re recreate the same version of a connection just with someone who's different. So the other thing that they teach that's pretty superficial is about, you know, uh, being high value and high self-worth, but they don't really dive in deep about, well, how do you get there? Right? Because listen, I didn't know what that looked like. I had, I didn't have parents who taught me that I didn't have any teachers or mentors or someone in my life to show me this is what it means to actually love yourself and value yourself and honor yourself. I had to figure it out, but it was hard to figure out when I'm in a place of unloved and unworthy type of energy. When we feel unloved and we feel unworthy and we don't feel good enough, it is a very strong belief that drives behaviors and decisions and actions to get us out of feeling that way. And usually those actions are not probably in our favor. We probably end up sabotaging relationships or manifesting outcomes of relationships that aren't in our favor. So when we feel things that are uncomfortable, such as unloved and unworthy, we don't like the way that feels. So we've been trained to go outside of ourselves, i.e. the person you're dating, when you're feeling insecure, not good enough, and you're coming from a place of rejection, you're coming from a place of 
this person doesn't want me. No one wants me. I'm not good enough. So how do you think you're going to show up for yourself? Do you think that when you feel like that, you're going to be in your high value and self-worth and that you're going to make very emotionally healthy choices that are best for your well-being? Probably not. I know I did it in my past and the thousands of women that I've worked with and men over the last 10 plus years in my professional career, those who felt that same way did not uh, act out in their best interests. I promise you that. You can't do it from a place of unloved and unworthy. The way you want to get out of that emotion for yourself is to go outside of you to the person you're dating and you will seek reassurance and confirmation and validation from them that you are good enough, you are worthy enough, which will show up as you forcing outcomes with them. It'll show up as you seeking reassurance from them, constantly needing to, you know, have labels put on you all the time, trying to force the timeline in the relationship, trying to force, you know, how things are going. So you create a false sense of security outside of you to kind of stabilize the insecurity that you're feeling from within, but it doesn't work. You can't control someone all the time, right? They might be a willing, um, complicit participant in the beginning, but if it's not what they want to do, then they will stop doing it. And then you're going to be in this emotional roller coaster, constantly trying to get them to do what they were doing before that made you feel okay. And that's the battle that people get into. I have worked with a lot of people where you know they are in a toxic unhealthy relationship and they just keep saying if this other person changes then we would be good and no it won't now obviously if someone's being toxic and they stop being toxic then that is such a betterment for the connection absolutely but it's still not solving the root of the issue and the root of the issue my friends is always you You are the star of your show. You are the powerful manifester of your life. You are the creator of your reality. So everything has the starting point from inside you. So these superficial strategies, and there's many more that they teach people, you know, act like you're busy and you have a life. But if you're sitting at home and you're putting your life on hold for this person, even if you don't tell them, even if you think you're slick, and you, you know, they text you and you're like, nope, I'm busy. And you're just sitting there, sitting there watching TV. Okay, fine. You think you pulled the wool over their eyes. But if this is you, if you're the person while you're sitting on the couch, worrying about them, wondering what they're doing, trying to get up in their head, dumping your energy all over them, you know, thinking, who are they with? Do they miss me? Are they going to ask me out this week? If you're doing all of that all of the time, then your energy is so out of alignment of creating the type of connection that you truly desire for yourself. And then you end up manifesting, you know, more of what you actually don't want. So when we look at addressing the root, which is you and your energy, it's about how do you view yourself, right? Do you love yourself? How do you see yourself in the world? Do you see yourself as a woman who's always rejected? Do you see yourself as a woman who doesn't get what she wants? Do you see yourself as a woman 
that doesn't isn't good enough and feels like she has to settle in relationships and accept crumbs from people and not be emotionally fulfilled do you see a woman who is always the bridesmaid and never a bride you know what is the story you have about who you are because most women who really struggle with feeling very insecure in their relationships they don't have a high concept of themselves and you can't be a high value woman and self-love and assured if you don't have a high concept of self. And a high concept of self is not someone who's like stuck up or someone who's conceited or arrogant or full of herself. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a woman who loves herself, a woman who values herself, who honors herself and understands that she is beautiful and special because she is alive. She is a beautiful, unique fingerprint in this entire world that no one can ever duplicate. So it doesn't matter if there's another woman that is you know, more pretty than she is or has more money or has a better personality or laughs better or whatever, that woman is still not you. And what you have is valuable, unique, and special. And until you understand that, you will give up your power and love over and over again. And you just will be having to play these games and do these stupid superficial strategies that these dating coaches tell you to do that don't work. So why does no contact really work? Well, no contact works in the short term usually because once you pull your energy off of someone and you stop showing up in their life despite how they've treated you, and a couple weeks go by, or sometimes it's as quick as a couple days, the person that is used to you always being there will suddenly take notice, right? Because there's an absence of you now in their life. So they may get a little nervous and want to make sure that you're still there the same way you were wanting the reassurance when you made sure they were still there. But then this is what happens because you've not changed because you haven't gone within and grounded your energy and changed your concept of self and started feeling as the woman who is high value and worth and in love with herself and and putting her well-being first and foremost and just understanding she is deserving of love then energetically again you are not in alignment with what you want so even if the no contact works and they contact you after a certain amount of time nine times out of ten if not ten times out of ten you will just create the second cycle of the same version and type of relationship you had prior to them because remember you are the root you are the star of your show you are the you know uh super attractor in your life and everything starts with you and your energy and if your energy is in the frequency and alignment of not loved not good enough not worthy then you will keep recreating that same experience even with this person all right so the second pet peeve that drives me nuts that dating coaches tell women to do is when you're going through a breakup, a lot of them tell you, well, just hurry up and go back out and date. Okay, so so here's my issue with this is, I understand what they're saying, but again, they're, they're missing the root of the issue where you're going to actually create substantial and, I can't talk, substantial and sustainable change to manifest a relationship that feels good. And you're not going to be able to do that if you go back out dating right away. And here's why. You're still the same person you were 
a week ago, two days ago. So a lot of dating coaches misinform women and say, oh, just jump back out there so you can feel confident and good again about yourself and remind yourself that there's abundance of people out there to date and that people find you attractive. So they're trying to get you to build up your self-worth and your self-confidence through another person outside of you. So here again, they're giving wrong information and they're training you to seek a person outside of you to make you feel whole, loved, complete, and good enough. And that that's the issue to begin with is that you were already trained that way, which is why you keep having the same kind of unhealthy, unfulfilling relationships and that you keep giving up your power and you're on this emotional roller coaster in your love life. So that is not the answer. And the second piece or reason why that's really not the answer is guess who's going to attract another relationship that has the same issues as all the other relationships she's had? Yes, my loves, you nailed it. You, (laughs) because you are the star of your show. You are the super attractor in your life. You are the one whose energy is flowing through and coming back to her. So if your energy that's flowing through you when you're newly dating again is unloved, unworthy, hurting, then you're going to attract people in your life that are at a low frequency, which is not going to get you the result that you want. So that drives me absolutely nuts when coaches tell people to do that. Like I literally want to rip my hair out. I'm like, this is insane. This doesn't even make sense. So please don't do that. So the work that you can do instead which is what will break the pattern for you and start creating a reality and uh, different versions of people coming into your life that are getting you closer and closer to what you want is to take that time and really get to know you. And what does that mean? Well, that means I need to understand how I value myself, what I talked about earlier, right? I need to understand what is my viewpoint of myself? How am I seeing myself in the world? Am I in that rejected state? Am I in the energy of unloved, unworthy, and not good enough? What are the stories that I have and beliefs I have around love and me in my love life? They're probably negative because I'm going to bet, you know, a million dollars here that you, if you're listening to this and this is resonating for you, you have a pattern of manifesting relationships that don't work out in your favor that are probably short-lived and emotionally painful. So if that's the case, then you trying to go date someone else isn't the answer right away, right? You are your answer. You are the solution to changing the energy, and you do that by changing the beliefs of how you see yourself. The woman who loves herself and values herself, she does not entertain thoughts like that. She actually knows I am special, unique, and loved and wanted, and I will get what I want. I just got to keep loving myself and believing that I am special and unique all on my own. When you start changing your mindset about who you are and you revalue yourself and you start changing your beliefs about who you are in a love type relationship and you spin it and change the beliefs that No, even though I haven't received what I wanted in the past, I am special enough 
and loved enough and valuable and deserving of the love that I desire. I know it's a possibility that I can have the love that I desire. And you start shifting that story that love is easy, love is warm, it's simple, it's mutually beneficial, it's an alignment, it feels good. It's warm, right? It, it's growing more intense every day. It's respect, respectful. It's soft. It's easy. It's gentle. When you start changing your story about what love feels like and you start feeling it from inside of you, then you're shifting your energy and you're shifting who you are in a loving relationship. And then the next piece is you want to change your assumption of the people you dated and people going forward that you're going to date in your life. So you want to start looking at them as they do value me, they do love me, they are excited by me because there was some point with these people where you had good moments with them, even if you had a gazillion bad ones, there were still good ones. Because this is understanding that I'm the one who created the divide in the relationship because of my insecurities, my beliefs about who I was, how this person viewed me and you know how I viewed myself in this connection. It was not in my favor. It was disparaging, it was assuming the worst for me, and it was fueling the energy of not good enough, of lack, of fear, of unloved, of unworthy, and it made me needy and clingy and desperate. And when I'm in that energy, I'm not going to manifest the kind of connection that I want with someone. So if I can manifest that and see the person kind of change into those that that behavior or start doing behaviors that support that they didn't value me, they weren't making me a priority, they I didn't, you know, they didn't show me that I mattered to them because I didn't make myself a priority. I wasn't valuing me and I showed my own self that I didn't matter to me. And once we start understanding that connection, this is like some really deep spiritual law of attraction stuff that not a lot of people get but once you get it it's so much easier to break the pattern because you you shift that energy you change the story and then the really cool thing is this is by doing that and you repeat that process like every day and you keep it you know on point moving in the direction that you want usually you attract in some of the old people that you dated that are actually new versions of themselves they're healthier versions, they're emotionally stable, they're wanting something more with you. And then you decide if you want to pursue that or not. It's your prerogative. You get to choose. It's your life, right? And then anybody new coming into your life, you're already at a higher frequency. You're already in an energetic place that is at a different point than you were before when you change this belief, this perspective, and this story, and you assumed in your favor then the people you attract in new will be on that same vibe. So this is why going back out and dating when you're an emotional mess, you're emotionally hurting, you're not healing from the breakup, you don't understand how to change and revalue yourself and your story and your beliefs about love and the people you've dated and are going to date. If none of that changes, then nothing changes. And you're just going to keep meeting people that you keep recreating the same patterns of relationships that end up short-lived and not getting what you want. Okay, and this is the third pet peeve that drives me absolutely crazy that dating coaches are notorious for saying. 
And they say this to a lot of high-powered women or women who, you know, are entrepreneurs or CEOs or CFOs or whatever, just women who are taking charge in their business life and really crushing it um, in their business life. And they love to tell women, well, you're in, you're too intimidating. This is why you're scaring these people off, right? Like these men don't want to date you because you're too intimidating. No, you're not. You are not too intimidating. What you're actually doing, and this was my experience from my personal self, as well as, again, I've told you hundreds if not thousands of people that I've actually helped with this but had this particular pattern is they weren't intimidating. I wasn't intimidating. I was controlling because I was insecure. And when we're insecure and we feel the insecurity inside of us, then we want to create security outside of us. It's a false sense of control and security that we believe is real. So we want to control someone in different ways so that we feel secure, we feel safe. So it's not that you're intimidating because you have a lot of money or you're super successful or you have a big personality. That's not what it is. I promise you, there's so many men who love that. There's a lot of you know people out there in the world that admire that and just really click with that. It's because you feel so scared. You feel super vulnerable. You are in the unknown when you're dating someone and you want labels and you try to force outcomes and you need to know where you stand all the time and you're constantly seeking that reassurance that your person likes you, your person's into you, your person only wants you. And maybe this is only three weeks in a dating or six weeks in a dating or even three months and you're constantly after them and on them about all of that stuff all the time. That's why they run away because your energy is rooted. It is rooted and I'm not good enough. And I'm feeling so not good enough that it's, you know, like flowing so strongly out of me, this energy that I'm doing everything I can to try to contain you. So then I know where I stand and then that makes me feel a certain way. And one of the ways this can manifest too, not only will you push the person away and end up chasing that love away from doing that, right? Because they'll feel smothered. They'll be like, oh my gosh, why is she trying to pin us down? I've only dated her for three weeks. We're still, I've spent three hours with her. I barely know her. Now she wants to be my girlfriend, right? Or six weeks, you're like, you know, when are we going to get married? Or are we boyfriend and girlfriend yet? And you maybe had six, seven hours with this person. Like understand that, you know, there is a dating thing that takes time. Now, we, it doesn't have to be a year. It doesn't have to be six months. I'm just saying whatever resonates with you, take it, leave the rest if it doesn't. But the other way this can manifest is that when you feel very insecure, then you go in to kind of force the end of the connection just so you know where you stand. And once you know where you stand, then you're like, oh, good. I'm okay now because now I know the answer. And then you just move on and go to somebody else. But then you create it over and over. A lot of people are notorious for that. I was notorious for that (laughs) when I wasn't sure what was going on with us and it was getting to a point where I had high anxiety. I would like start an argument or create some kind of drama just so I could just end things with the person. And then I was like, okay, good. Now I know where I stand. Even though it wasn't what I wanted, at least I knew the answer. 
So, you know, you're not intimidating. You're controlling and you're controlling because you're super insecure and you're in an unloved, unworthy state. And when you're doing that, it drives your behaviors, it drives your decisions, and you're not going to do decision making and behaviors in your favor. You think you are because, oh, see, it's helping me feel better. It's helping me feel more secure and calm. But what you're doing is actually creating the opposite of what you want. You're creating an energetic divide. You're creating an energy where you're putting out that this person is more valuable than you, and that's why you have to heavily chase and pursue and try to secure it. It's coming from a place of fear that if I don't know this for sure, then I'm not good enough and I'm not loved enough, or I'm never going to feel this from anyone else again. So I have to make sure that me and this person are okay all the time because I'm scared to death. If I lose this, then I will never feel the way that I feel in this connection with anyone else. And so all of those kinds of feelings and behaviors and energy are always rooted in lack. It's rooted in not good enough. It's rooted in I'm never going to have this again. And when we feel like that, when we look at the uh, relationship through the lens of scarcity, then we give it way too much power. And when you overvalue a person, then you undervalue yourself automatically. When you make someone else a priority energetically, emotionally, behaviorally, physically, then you are not making you a priority. You have to be your main priority, and your main priority is your mental well-being. It's your self-love. It's living your best life. It's not having the relationship be the main thing going on in your life. It's going to be a piece of fulfillment in your life, along as with friends and finding your purpose in life and you know feeling amazing and excited about what is unfolding in your life and fun and prosperity and and all kinds of things, right? I mean, children, there's just so many beautiful things that we can create all the time in our life that feels good. And everybody, again, is unique and has their own kind of fingerprint on what that looks like for themselves. So this is why I get really annoyed with dating coaches because they just miss the mark and women just keep coming back because it's the same bullshit over and over and you might get a couple false wins, but they're super short-lived and then you're right back in the same cycle. So It starts with you, right? You have to be willing to slow down enough, understand what's going on with you, and start changing your story about who you are and the feelings you have about yourself. If you want to get love from someone, can you get love from you? How do you access the feeling of love from inside of you? Well, you focus on what you want. You you embody the woman who has the relationship that she actually wants. How does that woman feel? That woman feels good. That woman's happy. She's rolling over next to her person in the morning. She's seeing them sleep. She's snuggling next to them. She feels loved, valued, and good enough. She's happy. She's in gratitude, appreciation. She's not obsessing about this person. She's not worried about what they're doing. You know, she's hopefully living her best life. She's in alignment, right? Because she's in alignment with herself. She has a high value concept view of herself. She understands her worth because she treats herself with respect every day and takes the time out throughout her day 
to make sure her thinking, her beliefs, her perspectives are in alignment to the life she wants to live, that are actually in alignment with the kind of relationship that she wants, that are in alignment to the version of her that has the love she wants in her life. And then the more you do that, you feel that energy within you. Remember, our feelings and emotion, that's what the energy is. So if you feel sad, angry, if you feel lonely, it's because your energy is not in alignment to love. It's not in alignment to security. It's not in alignment to trust. It's not into alignment of, you know, valuing yourself and knowing you're okay and you're good enough no matter what. It's not in alignment with trusting that the universe has your back and is co-creating with you and that you can manifest love anytime you want. You really can. I have manifested so many people in my life uh, repetitively and new ones all the time. And it just gets better and better every day. And I get excited about knowing I'm going to get what I want and I live in the moment and I just love myself and value myself so much that I always put myself above others. Now, some people will say, Kim, that is so selfish. I'm here to tell you, no, it's not. Because if I don't take the best care of myself, then I can't be the damn good coach that I am. I can't teach women the value of what I'm believing in and philosophizing to them in a sense, right? If I'm not living it and breathing it, I can't experience the kind of major shifts that I have over and over again in all areas of my life. I wouldn't be able to teach people that, hey, I used to be the girl that had high anxiety and panic attacks and emotionally suffered to, I have zero panic attacks for years. I barely have any anxiety. Like every once in a while I feel it, but it's so nominal, like it's not even an issue. And guess what? I am no, I no longer emotionally suffer. I don't torment myself. I don't live in stories and beliefs that hurt me. I only live in stories and beliefs of the possibilities of what I know I can manifest. That is me living my best life. That is me being in the loving relationship I want. And through that process, I have learned to feel love for myself. So I taught myself this one powerful thing that I am my source that whenever I want to feel loved, all I have to do is go within and feel the love. And I've trained myself to do that. So anytime I ever start to feel lonely or unworthy or scared or not loved or not good enough, I go within myself and I feel everything that I desire to feel. And I don't need anyone outside of me to do that. So what does that do for us? Well, it does two things. One, we feel good most of the time, like a genuine self-love. There's hope, there's trust, there's inner peace, there's a sense of security that no one can take from us. And you are empowered beyond belief and you're so connected energetically to what it is that you desire. Two, you manifest versions of people in your life and experiences in your life that are in alignment to all of that. And three, you end up understanding that whenever I don't feel good, I know how to make myself go back in alignment to how I want to feel and who I want to be if I had what I wanted. And then when someone comes into my life in a love connection, I know I don't have to give up my power. I know that if anytime I feel insecure or any of that old pattern starts to creep back up, I know what to do to get myself out of it. So the double uh, sword, edge sword here, so to speak, 
in a good way is that you're going to be the energy of love that you're seeking from someone. And because you, everything starts with you and you're the star of your show, that energy flows through you and back to you. So the people in your life will be in alignment with that. And then you, because you don't need it now from them, that's when you actually receive it. And the beautiful thing is, is that you really don't need it. It's like this added bonus. Because here's the thing, people want their manifestations, especially in relationships, because they think it solves their problems. They think if I'm with someone, then I won't be lonely. If I'm with someone, then that means I'm loved and I'm good enough. But you can feel unlonely and connect to yourself where you never feel lonely again. And you can feel loved and good enough and wanted all by yourself. You don't need someone outside to reinforce it for you. And then when that person comes in, you allow things to flow. You feel good about who you are and you're actually being a high value woman because now it's natural. It's part of actually who you are because you connect to you. You love you. You respect yourself. You are a priority in your life. You make yourself matter. You don't put someone else over you and then devalue yourself. You don't dump all your energy and attention and focus onto someone outside of you. You keep it on you and you have a story and a belief system that is in your favor, that is assuming the best outcomes for you, that is trusting and knowing that you're always going to get what you want and it will come in whether it's through this person or someone else. So thank you so much for joining me this week on the Secure Girl podcast. Make sure you visit my website at www.kimbelez.com where you can subscribe to my show on Spotify so you'll never miss an episode. Eventually, it'll land itself on iTunes. I don't believe at the time of this recording it is available on iTunes yet. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I totally would appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify. And if you could simply tell a friend about the show and maybe share my podcast, that would be great to any woman who you feel could really benefit from my podcast. I truly would love that. And if you liked this show and this episode, you might want to check out my free private Facebook group, Live a Limitless Life. The link is in the show notes to have fun free coaching with me several times a week in there. And I absolutely love you and adore each and every one of you and cannot wait to connect again with you next week. But for now, go and love on yourself this week because you deserve it.